0: Francisco. I'm your host Tweka Turner. Today we have such a fabulous show for you. I'm super excited because we are having as a guest, in fact, our first guest, Sherry Payne, who, as many of you know, is one of the uh, former members of the famous group, The Supremes. Uh, she reigns supreme as the lead singer from 76 to 77 during those fabulous years they have had a few hits we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about the new plans for the Supremes and their tours and Sherry's new music this that and the other so sit back enjoy we're going to lead into the show with one of their hits from 76 entitled High Energy off the uh, critically acclaimed album by the same name enjoy High Energy the Supremes we'll be right back with Sherry Payne Uh, high energy from the supremes 1976 we're listening to some some classic music off of the motown label super excited folks uh we are live san francisco house of pride radio with our first guest the legendary and talented sherry payne can you hear us
1: Yes, I can.
0: Yay, the telephone works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the telephone wasn't working a little while ago. It was weird.
0: Yes. Well, welcome to <laughs> welcome to our show, House of Pride Thank Radio. Um, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing just great. You know, I was really worried because my sister tried to call me about an hour ago. And she called twice, and I kept saying hello, hello, hello. She was saying hello, hello, hello. She couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear her, and she just lives in Encino, one over or you know a few blocks two
0: miles away so there you go well it's luckily working, the yay! yes luckily the magical fairies are in favor of, of us tonight to connect yeah. I, I want to uh, well i'm tweak attorney i wanted to introduce to you my co-host today uh the one and only fudgy
2: hi there sherry Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to meet Those you. Those are interesting
1: names, Tweaker and Fudgy.
0: Yes, uh, I'm right. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, Tweaker for me means take it up a notch, tweak it. <laughs>
2: oh, I like that. Okay.
1: Take yeah. A notch, All right. Not the That's other kind. And
0: um, Fudgy means, I have no idea. What does Fudgy well, mean, Fudge?
2: it's... It's just a, a, a nickname that I acquired. Over <laughs> okay,
1: <there.
0: laughs> she's earned it somehow.
2: Oh, yes. Okay, okay,
1: that's okay. My father used to call me Poochie, so I don't know. Poochie, I love that. that is now. cute. Yeah, Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, Sherry, I wonder if we had a, have a mutual friend. She's now passed, but she often mentioned your name here in San Francisco. And that mutual friend, or, or um, we'll see, is uh, Nikki Starr. She was a hairdresser for Mary Wilson. Did you know her? She kept bringing up your name. <laughs>
1: oh, that is so wonderful. That is so wonderful. I think I do. Nikki
2: Starr.
0: Nikki Starr. Shout oh, out, so out to sorry. the late I didn't Nikki Starr. She Star. had
2: passed.
0: Yes. She, uh, oh, she, I didn't hear that. Yeah.
2: She passed just, what, like over a year ago? A-
0: about a year ago. Not too long. Oh. Yeah, it's very sad. You know, it was, it was kind of a long, long goodbye. Oh, uh,
1: long. Oh God! And it's still not easy.
3: It's still not easy. You know, it never is. It never, no, is. it never
0: is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've seen your share of uh, ups and downs in, in terms of losing friends in the business, for being in the business for as long as you have, and going strong. Yeah. By the way, we're, I'm, we're so inspired over here by your career. Oh! <laughs>
2: the Supremes you, were the first you, band that you, I ever saw live. Yeah.
0: At the end, uh, yes, you guys are. Um, you know, I wanted to... Uh, Fudgy's a big fan of the Supremes, by the way. Oh,
2: yeah, so I just that said that, that the Supremes were the very first band that I ever saw. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, like, I think it was 1966 at the Steel Pier in Atlantic City. Oh, but it was the original goodness. lineup the group,
1: yeah. before
2: you joined.
1: Right. Mary Florence and Diana. Oh wow. That's I didn't join cool. until
0: 73. 73. Ooh. Wow. Which yeah. is a good starting point, Sherry, because when I was reading uh info on you and your your bio whatever was on the web page and your website, um mm-hmm. very interesting how you are part of really the Motown family from the 60s uh all the way through um I had no idea but you guys you were a member of the coolest band <laughs> called The Glass House from 69 You're to 72 <laughs> you are on YouTube Those there's videos on YouTube of that group and I must say it was like a cool hip funky um, band that kind of reminded me of the 5th Dimensions but like a more so, like soulful um, oh,
3: okay, vibe okay.
0: can you take us back just a bit and tell us how you got in that group and what was that like, experience like for you during that time
1: Well, Frida, my sister, had just joined, uh, signed with Invictus Records. And, you know, she had gone to school with all the guys, Holland Dozier, Holland, with Lamont, and Edward and Brian. And so they knew each other. So anyway, they had signed her to the label. And she was living in New York, and she had come back home for a visit. And so she was in the kitchen talking to Edward Holland on the phone. And so I got on the piano in the next room, living room, and I just started playing very loudly and singing. And so he (laughs) called me to the phone. And, because I was teaching school at the time. I'm a graduate of Michigan State, and so I was teaching at Grayling School of Observation, school for, uh, seniors, uh, school for, um, uh... Oh, I forgot the title of it. Anyway, it was for bad boys. I'll put it like that. Senior oh. Ungraded Boys, that's what it was called. So anyway, I was writing songs on the side. So I was playing one of my songs, so Edward called me to the phone. He said, what was that you were playing? I said, oh, just a tune I wrote. He said, well, do you have any others? I said, well, yeah, quite a few. He said, would you, would you like to play some for, uh, for us and, and audition for our company? I said, well, I don't care. So he sent a car around. Ron, Don- Ron Dunbar picked me up, took me over to Lamont Dozier's house, and I sat there. His white baby grand and edward and brian were there and uh of course ron and a couple of others and i played about four of my songs and they said okay that that's enough we want to sign you to the company but we don't need another solo female artist we're going to put you in a group we're going to form the group around you and ty hunter who was a good friend of theirs and also a fantastic solo tenor singer and had a couple of local hits on his own and so then we added Larry Mitchell and Pearl Jones actually first before Pearl was Gloria Hendry who had come from New York Mm -hmm. and Gloria stayed with us for a few months we went through rehearsals and stuff and and then Gloria got sort of disenchanted. There were some other things she wanted to do, so she went back to New York became a Playboy bunny and then Ooh. went on to become a fabulous actress. She was uh, the second uh, James Bond uh, African, uh, African-American African woman, and she was in Live and Let Die, the first romantic interest with a James Bond character. Ooh. And we are friends to this day. All right, and girl. Anyway, she well. did good. <laughs> yeah, she Gloria did. Henry. Yes, she did. She played in many <laughs> movies after that. Awesome. And... Um, but anyway, we're uh, friends to this day. But so anyway, the group continued. We got Pearl Jones, and uh, we continued on with Larry Ty um, and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Glasshouse. We recorded "Crumbs Off the Table," which is one of the songs i had written, and that was a, a oh, you wrote nice that r and hit. Yes.
0: Oh, and top you know that hit. that was a top ten hit.
1: Wow, it was.
0: Well, that, <laughs> that's what they say. Oh. I couldn't find I couldn't find the actual chart on Billboard, but it said in the um, Wikipedia or something top ten. Do you recall?
1: Yeah. Oh, um, I'm sorry, what did you say, Tweeka? Do
0: you recall that it, it did resonate on radio? I
1: remember that it sort of went up there, but I really didn't keep track. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad to hear that, that it went that high. Another song we recorded, but it was put in the vault. And it was okay, I thought, but I remember it. Now, Edna Wright from The Honeycomb says recalls the conversation I don't remember it that way but if that Etna says it <laughs> it's okay with me because we're, we're close friends to this day but anyway I recorded this song and as I was walking out the studio Etna was coming in she said oh girl that's a bad tune you just record it and I said oh you like it you can have it I don't remember that, but anyway.
0: Oh, is that the I way the story goes? Months later,
1: <laughs> and I was sitting in the studio alone with Barney Perkins, who was one of the co-writers and one of the engineers at Invictus, and so all of a sudden uh, we were talking, and he puts this song on, and I said, oh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. And I'm listening to it, and then halfway through, I said, wait a minute, that's not me. He said, no, that's Aetna. They, g- they gave it to the Honeycomb, and I remember... Uh, Ty, Larry, and Pearl got so mad when they found out, and I said, well, you know, I don't care, you know, blah, 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 and it was Want ads, which went on to become a number one million seller that's, for Money yeah. Code. That, that's
0: <laughs> right, and you know that song, I Fudgy, just, right? I, I, of course.
1: I just recently, maybe two years ago, acquired it, and my version of it. Somebody from Motown sent it. Not, I'm sorry, not Motown, but someone uh, uh, who had access to the tape sent it to me, but uh, you know, I say, you know, what's meant for you will happen. And so it wasn't meant for me. It was meant for Edna and the honeycomb.
0: That is a great attitude. And um, by the way, this happens in the drag world all the time. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so it's just the way it rolls sometimes. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Nevertheless because what God has yeah. for
1: you, nobody can take.
0: Well, you have it. God gave it to you. Um, oh, you okay. have a fabulous voice. Um, just the range and, and the pitch. It, God, it's so satisfying to hear as a fan, well, thank
1: you. But you know, I can't hit a lot of those notes I used to. <laughs> I, I'm taking voice lessons from my own daughter, Shoshana Payne Phillips. She has a vocal studio right here in Studio City, 4344 Laurel Canyon. Called right. La Voix studio. The voice in French. So it's L A, then V O I X. La Voix, the voice. And I'm taking lessons from her once a week. And sometimes Frida joins in and a couple of other good friends like Joyce Vincent mm-hmm. from the former Tony Orlando and Don days. And, and uh, you know, because as you get older, you know, your vocal cords thicken. And then plus, I got this tip from my friend Eloise Laws, a fellow singer who was also at Invictus Records at one time. Eloise told me, because we both had bouts with breast cancer, Eloise a year and a half before me, but she told me, this pill that I was on, uh, besides the other treatments you got, like you know, radiation, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. I had to take it for a, a year, uh, for five years, and I just came off um, a year and a half ago. But she said a an, uh, which is the generic for Remdex, it breaks down the muscles in your body, and mm-hmm. the vocal cords are a muscle. Mm-hmm. Said, oh wow! I never thought about that. She said, "Yeah, that's why you're struggling to hit notes, because it's break, broken down your vocal cords." Oh, wow. thought, oh my gosh and so that's when I really start um, going into Shoshana to take lessons to strengthen my vocal cords back and build them back up so it's a struggle but I'm maybe 75% back
0: that's great time. you're on your way um, I guess as the old saying <clears throat> excuse me is true the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree if your daughter <laughs> is oh, also has uh, some vocal pipes uh, she's t- she's gifted as well Folks yes, should take I lessons so. from uh, Sherry's daughter. <laughs> yeah,
1: Shoshana Payne for the LaVoie studio.
0: <laughs> um, your sister, and folks may not know this, Frida Payne had also a number one million selling single um, called Band of Gold. That Was, was that a Motown yeah. release?
1: No, that was Invictus. Oh, right. Invictus Records. Yeah, it may have been one of their first million sellers. I they think everyone knows that then. song, but Frida, perhaps the youngsters don't Gold, know it. The chairman of the board, Give Me Just a Little More Time, The Honeycomb, Want Ads. They had it going on. They One really two,
0: did. uh and, and, yeah. Uh-huh. And of course, they're famous on their own for being some of the best writers over at the Motown House.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Where Did Our Love
0: Go? All, all those, those big, big hits. hits. Yeah,
1: Four Tops.
0: hmm. Tempts. Yeah,
1: even some of the Temptations. Lamont Dozier wrote How Sweet It Is. James Taylor. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh I want to introduce to you our second co-host. Uh, she's a drag queen, so of course she's on Drag Time. Coming in late. Um, have a seat, honey. <laughs> Let me turn <laughs> your I mic on. You. Uh, the orange one. Get up close to the mic. You know how to do that. And say hi to the uh, to Sherry Payne.
4: Hi, Sherry Payne. This is Cruisin' DeLu. <laughs> hi, Cruisin'
1: DeLu. How are you?
4: I'm Ryan. fantastic. How are you? <laughs>
1: i'm doing just great i'm feeling good i'm blessed
4: yeah blessed.
1: yeah i'm blessed i'm feeling good and you know i i do have moments you know because i i tell people and i'm not ashamed to say it but i do have bouts of depression but i go up and down but uh you know when i'm in that creative mode that's when i'm on a high and when i'm not being creative i think that's when i get down My my energy just goes down and sometimes i have to Pray really hard to bring it back up, or somebody will call me mm-hmm. and uh, give me some encouraging words. Or so. Um, will
0: Sarah Dash from LaBelle call you?
1: Oh, Sarah! I get her <laughs> prayers that she sends. I
0: love Sarah. Yes, she is oh, a friend yeah. of ours as well, and she is so spiritually grounded. It's so it's mm-hmm. in, it's inspiring to listen to mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right, and she's inspired me many times, and I've told her so
0: shout out to sarah (laughs) okay uh-huh um well we're gonna get into this uh sherry because you um you are on a roll creatively uh and you have um uh a new new ep out that um is encompasses all sort of a history of all your uh, music which is super exciting we're gonna sample a little bit later um before I do that, I just wanted to play for our listening audience just a little bit of uh, one of your tunes from Glass House, if you, if you don't mind. Oh, no, I don't mind. <laughs> all right, this one is entitled, I Can't Be You, which I found to be, this is 1969, to be relevant today with all that's wow. going on. Folks, check it out. oh my god that song is so amazing
1: I haven't heard that in years (laughs) there's a video
0: I'm going to send it to you the link to the video you guys are dancing with these like clear masks that you keep putting in front of your face It's part of the uh, choreography Uh, any memories from that (laughs) oh wow I
1: remember the TV show I think Uh,
0: looks like it's from a TV show yeah
1: Yeah, I can't remember where. I think it was out of state, maybe Ohio someplace. And, you know, it just made me remember, Pearl, Ty, and Larry are all gone.
3: Oh, no. I think in
1: 1981 or 80. And then Larry died a few years after that, around 86 or something. Mm -hmm. And Pearl was the last one. I think, um, gosh, she may have died maybe 15 years ago or so, if not longer, I'm the only survivor. There was one person who took Pearl's place. who was Sylvia Smith, and um, so still, Sylvia's still here, thank God, and lives in Vegas. But uh, wow, that brought back a rush of memories. Wow, thank that, you. For that's that.
4: amazing. So, Sherry, are you originally from the Detroit area?
1: Born and raised. Oh, what, yeah.
4: what part of Detroit are you from?
1: Northwest side. Fred and I both went to Central High School.
4: Oh, you went to Central. Yeah. Do you know it, cruising? Uh, yeah, I do know it. I'm from Michigan. Oh, right. Uh, oh. I'm not from Detroit. My father was a police officer in Detroit. Uh, oh. But I was from a small farm community called Adrian, which is... Oh,
1: I remember Adrian, Michigan. Yeah, sure. yeah.
4: That's where I'm from. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and then years years, too, and years, years, years so, well, later, uh, I lived allowed. in Northeast Detroit.
1: You were in Northeast Detroit? Oh, okay, on the east side, okay. Yeah. yeah, what around Kona Gardens or? Just Garden?
4: just south of uh, Gross Point Park.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, was, do you yeah. do you remember the old uh, Todd's nightclub or Backstreet
1: Backstreet where was Back Street?
4: Backstreet was in Northwest Detroit, and it was, uh, they built it as sort of a gay club, but it sort of, <laughs> it attracted all the people who were into the Motown music, and uh, but it was billed as a gay club, but it never really amounted to that. Oh,
1: okay. I think I remember Backstreet.
0: I those, were I remember yeah. you, the, those were the days.
1: Yeah. For you, Kruzan, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, once they do I left in seventy three you know Detroit was such a happening city back in the uh the sixties i mean it was just it was a wonder wonderful place to be from
4: yeah well and the motor city the motor city and the motor they used city, to call the it the theater. Paris of the midwest Dallas. remember that the what before before all the trouble in the the late sixties they yeah. used to call it the Paris of the Midwest because it was such a beautiful mm. place.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. Wow.
4: <laughs> yeah, I used to do uh, strange tours. I used to do tours of downtown Detroit, of uh, the, oh, yeah. the architecture.
1: Oh, yeah, beautiful architecture. I remember, but then we had the riots, what was it, 68? What was it 67, 67, 68? Yeah, and it 67, started just 68. about five blocks from our bar. My mother and father owned a bar. They had bought in 1957 the Collingwood Cocktail Lounge on 12th Street which became Rosa Parks later on but the uh riot started right at uh 12th and Claremont and I remember the night daddy called to say he wasn't he wasn't going to come home that night because he had to stay at the bar he said they started some kind of riot down the street and people are breaking breaking windows out and starting fires so I have to stay in the bar and he got his gun out and he stood guard there and, you know, and, and uh, he said he painted outside on the window, black-owned. I don't know if that helped. Yeah, d- It did help. Did because it? Because they yeah. burned right up until, the, because we owned the whole half block there, and we, uh, had six two-bedroom apartments above the bar, plus a couple of other business, several other businesses alongside of it. But anyway, we owned the whole half block. They burned all the way down to the right, the alleyway that separated our oh half block. Oh, my goodness. That's when it stopped.
0: That is cool that your folks owned a uh a nightclub did you guys perform there?
1: oh no, it was more like a neighborhood bar, but like the uh, some of the Detroit lions would come in uh obi from the four tops would come in or levi and and uh you know some other entertainers would come in it was well frequented by not just the locals around who lived around the bar but other you know people in the industry mm-hmm. and Daddy went on to become uh chairman uh chief executive uh, uh, of Detroit Bar Owners Association for the Detroit Metropolitan Area, chairman, chairman. of the board rather president and then chairman so Did, um, he was well loved in Detroit. What, was
4: it near the studios? Is that why you got so many entertainers that were that were coming in there?
1: No, it was just a, a, a local place, you know, there weren't that many black owned places, I think yeah. Evans yeah. was, had the Sugar Hill Bar, Daddy had the Collingwood Bar and uh, there was another one uh, on Oakland, uh, then uh, the High Chaparral on the East Side, and uh, I think maybe a couple of others. The Chit Chat Lounge that was black owned. Wow. So you didn't have a whole lot of black owned bars, mm-hmm. but uh, so they were well attended.
0: You know, uh, I Sherry, the, uh, I want to touch upon this point in the in the 60s. Um, last year we uh, we had the honor of interviewing um, Mary Wilson of the original lineup of the Supremes. Uh, yes. Um and she mentioned in the 60s that you you know and I'll quote her that you hardly ever saw African Americans on TV except in the capacity of um a maid or a janitor and that their group was groundbreaking in a lot of ways uh wow. for breaking down wow. barriers uh mm-hmm. with the races um did you experience that as well in in your group um the glass house
1: Well um I think Things were turning when we started, and um, uh, like playing the Apollo, of course, that's that's black in Harlem, so there you go. But in um, other places, we really didn't experience the the racism that uh, they did initially when they were going down south. I remember uh, being in Birmingham in a club, but it was mostly uh, black-owned clubs or frequented by blacks uh, back then. And I remember Ollie Woodson, who's no longer with us, who was, you know, The Temptations. Ollie, uh, treat her like a lady, Woodson. He told me, he said he was the drummer in the band that played for us back then. I didn't even realize it. I mean, there so many, <laughs> many wonderful memories. Yeah, Ollie wasn't even singing back then. He was playing the drums. So it was just... Um, Just amazing, but we didn't we didn't experience a lot of racism. Although I experienced it experienced it myself right in Detroit, and um, and then traveling to Las Vegas via automobile with my father and his best friend, um, going to uh, see join my mother and sister. Frida was appearing on the Strip, and um, she couldn't even stay in the hotel. She had to stay at uh, one of the homes of uh, one of the black entertainers, and um, so we were traveling cross country, and we couldn't we couldn't uh, stay in a hotel. I remember in St. Louis. I remember being in uh, northern part of Illinois. They wouldn't serve us. They asked us to leave in the restaurant. And then um, when we finally got to St. Louis, and we pulled into a drive-in restaurant, and the waitress came out, and she said, and she went back, and she said, "Well, I can't give you anything like uh, French fries. It'll take a long time. You can have like a a cold cut kind of sandwich." or tuna, or something like that, but you can't stay, you have to take it with you. And so that's what we did, and then we tried to find a hotel, and we were deliberately misdirected, uh, and then we finally found God. a motel on the outskirts of uh, St. Louis, and then the, but the manager said, you know, we were so tired, my father was so tired, Ed Bradley Sr., that was his best friend, whose son, Ed Bradley Jr., went on to become, uh, on, six, you know, 60-minute fame, but anyway, he. So finally, gave us one room, but he said we had to be up at the crack of dawn, so none of the other customers in the motel would see us.
0: Oh, good God! How That's degrading!
1: How absolutely how degrading! And we kept we did that, and then I remember it was either New Mexico, I think, or Arizona. We stopped at another restaurant, and we had to go to the back in order to get food. They wouldn't allow us to uh, get food from the front. Things like that are seared in my mind. So
0: how uh, um. How did Destiny align for you that the Motown machine opened the door for you to become a Supremes in seventy three?
1: That was through Lamont Dozier. Lamont and I um we were going together at the time, so I was his girlfriend. So um (laughs) yeah, seven and a half years actually. But uh at that time I was his girlfriend and he had come out to California to work out a deal uh for himself and so um He ran into Mary Wilson at a party, and she told him that Jean Terrell was leaving the group, and they were looking for another lead singer. And if he could recommend anyone, he said, well, my girlfriend, Sherry, (laughs) She's in this group with our company called The Glass House, blah, blah, blah. So uh, she called me, and I sent out a copy of the album and some pictures. And then uh, two nights later, after she got it, she called me on a Thursday and asked, would I come out to L.A.? Would I be willing? I said, well, Yeah. And I said, when? She said, Saturday. I said, Saturday? (laughs) I said, okay. And then uh, later on that night, I thought, am I crazy? This is the Supremes. Oh, my God, I can't do this. I was too scared. And my mother gave me that motherly pep talk. You know, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. And so... That Saturday morning, I went to the airport, got on the plane, came out, Cindy Bird's song, and her husband picked me up. We went to Mary Wilson's house, and we started rehearsing, because I didn't know it. There was a job the following Saturday in New Mexico at the state fair. but oh so you
0: you went there never looked back you went there not even knowing if you had the gig and you started exactly. rehearsing <laughs> you Started rehearsing. You exactly. welcome <laughs> did, wow that's amazing it, isn't that amazing did you know the ladies beforehand uh just working no. in the business oh no you had never crossed paths
1: no okay. i had seen them you know a couple of times you know went to uh like a Edwood park i remember going to see them and And I remember, I remember when they first had Where Did Our Love Go, I was uh, going to summer school at Michigan State and I was taking quantitative analysis, which is a chemistry class because I was a a medical technology major. And so I was on my way, I was making a shortcut through the dorm and one of the other dorms and all of a sudden I heard this beat coming from one of the rooms, they had their door open, da, 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 the hand clap. Yes. Baby, baby. And so I went in their room, and I said, oh, uh, sorry for barging in, but what, what record is that you're playing? And they said, oh, it's a song by this group called uh, The Supremes from Detroit. And I said, oh, I, I know those. I don't know those girls, but I know of those girls. I said, oh, I love this song. She said, it's, it's their newest song. So that was 1964, and that's one of my favorite all-time songs.
0: It still holds up. I As a DJ, yeah. I play it um, here and there because it just you know mm-hmm. it's like one, I think it's mm-hmm. like 130 beats per minute or something it it, it just <laughs> <laughs> it's it's do I mean it's one of those classics that never yeah. lose its edge you know
1: Mhm it's a classic Um
0: You're right So there you are thrust <laughs> into the belly of the supremes literally wow. <laughs> So
1: was Sherry
4: was that yeah. intimidating for you to uh look up on the stage you said that you had seen the supremes with diana ross uh was that intimidating for you to be to think oh my god how am i going to fill those shoes
1: absolutely it was very intimidating but you very did Intimidating. and at first i was thinking you know i would sit up there i wouldn't say anything it's like i'm not worthy i'm not worthy because <laughs> people would say well somebody would say well how come you didn't say anything and i said well I didn't
0: have anything to say. <laughs> did they want you the glad
1: to be there?
0: Were you in the were you the lead singer at that point in, in 73? Yeah, mhm.
1: Mhm. So, and so, Mary took over a couple of the leads cuz it was mm-hmm. so much for me to learn in one week. She says, "Well, I'll do I'll do this part cuz you can't learn the whole show in like in one week." So I did I did most of it.
0: How was the chemistry yeah. between the three of you? Oh,
1: it was wonderful.
0: Oh, great. Was, oh,
4: yeah, so it, it was wasn't cool. it wasn't Dream Girl. Oh,
0: no, that that was oh, no. based on. It you know,
4: wasn't like the, the original
1: girls wasn't based lineup. On the Supremes, like everybody thought. <laughs> Oba Babatunde, who was in the original cast, told me when we were in the workshop. He said it wasn't about the Supremes. It was a conglomeration of female groups. Actually, uh, Phil. Uh, um, what's his name? Who went out of it wasn't Barry Gordy. It was really Phil. Uh, Specter. Name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah but it was really a conglomeration of several female groups cuz you know every female group has had its problems yeah so but oh i see surprised that, yeah. that it was old as- supreme blah, blah 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 i mean
0: if you get three drag queens together long enough they're going to be pulling each other's wigs off it probably allow, <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> right, take long cruising yeah, you, you know this as a for a fact
4: oh i know this for an <laughs> absolute fact though i don't participate in that
0: sure um <laughs> so you know i mean you know it's hard i mean the the stresses i can only imagine that might might be placed on your shoulders you know uh from all yeah. sides but uh you know, when you have talent, the cream rises to the top, as Mama used to say.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that.
0: <laughs>
2: and, and Sherry, are you um, are you friends with Mary Wilson and or Diana Ross?
1: I haven't seen Diana since around, like, let's see,
4: 2000. 2000? She lost her fanny pack in a Marshalls
0: uh, this week. Um,
2: I don't believe that. Why would she shop in a Marshalls?
0: She likes to do her own shopping. Like, no, yeah,
2: why not? I don't believe it.
0: The, the real diana ross i read that i saw yeah. that in an oprah interview
1: <laughs> she's a regular person when we did the tour in 2000 she was just as wonderful i couldn't have asked for a more wonderful person she was very caring um and her, her sister uh, used to be Sons my physician and she up and had to excuse herself from no, the room i mean she uh, she said i know i've made mistakes in you know her early days and but uh i'm so blessed and that was the word she used i'm so blessed and uh, so we've all grown. We all have a past. We all have a story. So uh, we can't be so judgmental. But forgive and and just move on. So, yes,
0: uh, it's time to so move on, as Mary Wilson would say. Time. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Are you? I just
1: saw Mary yeah. on Saturday, and I saw her Wednesday last week. I mean, she and Frieda are close friends. Oh, they are. Um, Okay. Yeah, they're
0: close friends, yeah. I I was interested in in hearing your perspective of that dynamic where you are pretty much uh, orchestrating the future of the Supremes as it stands now. Of course, Mary did throughout the 70s, um, and she also tours with some of the gowns, curates shows all around the world, which is fabulous. But is there any kind of You know, shade between you two because of those different dynamics, or are you all cool?
1: Uh, I think we're cool. I I, I like to think we're cool, and (laughs) if not, then I love her anyway. I don't uh, hold anything against people, and uh, and there there are no Supremes. Uh, Let me make that clear. Motown retired the group in what seven? The end of seventy-seven, and so it's always formally of the Supremes. Right, because Motown owns
0: the name officially. They own
1: the name, that's right. They own the name. So it's always Sherry, formerly of the Supremes, who say formerly of the Supremes, Linda Lawrence, formerly of the Supremes. And people try to make, you know, change it around or say, oh, you're the Supremes. I said no. And I tell people, no, I'm formerly of the Supremes. I joined in 73. I'm not trying to usurp anybody's glory or fame. I said the original members were, and even in our show we run it down, the original members were Diana Florence, (laughs) And Mary, and then Cindy came in, and uh, then Jean, Linda, then myself, and Susie. So um, I've got credit where credit is due. If it weren't for them, I couldn't have been there. I can't. I didn't sing those songs, but um, I'm so glad they did.
0: Yes, but and I'm you, a
1: part of it, and some people might uh, be jealous and try to make disparaging remarks. But all I can say is that well, I was there. That you were
0: <laughs> Well, you have your own chapter in history with a couple of, you know, legitimate hits, and I want to touch on that. Um, in my mind as a fan and from the outside, it, it seems like you really uh, led the last chapter of the group when disco was just becoming hot, and you guys all capitalized on that with these huge disco hits, and uh, we played one in, inter- for the intro of this show called High Energy, which peaked at, uh, it was top ten, peaked at number nine on Billboard. Congratulations.
1: Uh, I, I love that song.
5: Critics love that song.
0: It, it really captured the essence of disco, of what the uh, kind of the energy was. Um,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: Who were the they producers
0: it on that?
1: Still is to this day.
0: It holds up. Do you? I can't. I didn't get who the producers were. Was it? Um, do you? Do you remember? Um,
1: trying to remember. Oh gosh. Uh, you don't have it there with you.
0: No. Right? I, it would it have been. Eddie and Brian by and Lamont by any chance?
1: Lamont, no, it wasn't Lamont. It was uh, I'm trying to think of the
0: other And this writers, is off your EP, Lamont, High Energy, nineteen seventy six. Harvey, oh dang! Well, it's okay. Boy, you had it
1: with you. Oh. <laughs> Google it real fast. Yeah,
0: yeah so I'm going to get on I that. Can't remember, uh, dang. But. Um, Talk to me about your memories. Um, there's this video on on YouTube uh, for "I'm Going to Let My Heart Do the Walking," a favorite amongst us here in the LGBTQ oh, community. Thank you. Huge hit thank for you me. guys. You must have, you know, been in heaven. Here I am with my own hit, singing lead on the biggest dance hit, in fact, of 1977, I think.
1: Wow. And I remember uh, my sister Frida said she was in New York and she was going into a disco club 54. And when she walked in, I think she was with her friend, uh, Edgar Brossman Jr., and when they walked in, Let My Heart Do The Walking was playing. And I was so excited when she called and told me, and, and it was so funny, because in the beginning, when I do the little riff, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was in the sound booth getting ready to do the song, and so I was just singing around, and that's what I did, you know, just listening to the track, and, and Eddie, who was in the sound booth, Eddie Howland said, what was that you just did? I said, I'm just fooling around. He said, oh, no, do that again. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> so that's how that came to be.
0: <laughs> that is a hook if ever there was one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and you crossed over top forty on Billboard Hot 100 and a big soul hit number twenty-five. So that was a legitimate Motown hit. There you go. Wow. Part wow. Of, yeah, I mean, for me, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, did Did that keep you guys busy touring and whatnot in seventy-six, seventy-seven? Yeah,
1: it, it really hmm? did. Yeah, we had fun doing it
0: too. Were you a fan That's of disco really music?
1: Cool. And then since they put those high notes. You know, throughout, this, put the icing on the cake.
0: She does hit those yeah. amazing notes. Um, you're talking about Suze Green, um, and uh, she is actually part of the group now, isn't she?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh huh. In fact, I was, um, we were riding in the car last night, in fact, and I was saying, Suze, I said, your voice. Uh, well, you hit, can hit those notes. She said, "Yeah, I can still hit them, but it, it's it's so much harder. <laughs> it's not effortless, effortlessly mm-hmm. done like she was able to do before. She has to work at it. So you know, we're all older, and um, we do what we have to do. But and then, I, with me, when I started having troubles, actually a few years ago, even before my breast cancer I started, Well, no, not before that. I had this inkling." Uh, to do other things besides paint. Susay is a fantastic artist as well, painter. And I've drawn some things, although I haven't done anything in the last, what, 20-some years. But uh, I start writing screenplays. And I have 20 screenplays. Wow. And I have have two stage plays. One was put on last year by my friend Donald Welch, who puts on a lot of plays at the Wilshire Ebell. And Donald put on this uh, drama called The Lady in Waiting, and uh, which he's going to bring back next year. But anyway... Two of the uh, actresses, supporting actresses from a lady-in-waiting, have been nominated by the NAACP Theater Awards, which, is, be, which will be presented in February, the end of February. So I'm just saying a prayer that one of them will win because they're competing against each other. But Donald wow, put on that's uh, exciting. first play, It Always Rains, on Sunday, four, year, no, five years ago. Dang. And uh, I put on a musical this summer called The Dream Seekers, and I did the, all the music played a lot of the instruments with my synthesizer besides uh, the piano and with the help of a couple other musicians and background singers who are my friends, like Jim Gilstrap. And, and um, we presented the Dream Seekers at the behest of my daughter's studio, La Studio, this uh, summer in July at a theater in North Hollywood, the Secret Rose Theater. And uh, we're hoping to uh, uh, finalize the DVD and uh, present it to some potential investors to take it to a
0: higher place absolutely and good luck with that uh, thank amazing. it's so cool to know as an artist you're multi-talented with writing and producing I, think
1: I love writing oh absolutely
0: absolutely love it how is it that you went to college to study a totally different subject and then you had all this musical talent did your parents teach you, or did, was it just a no,
1: gift? No, our mother and her father could sing. In fact, we would tell Mama when she would try to sing, Mama, that's okay. Don't, just be, be quiet. You don't have to sing. And uh, she would laugh. But um, no, Frida always knew she wanted to sing from the time, I guess, when she was 12 on. that's her, she could She couldn't wait to get out of high school. In fact, the month after she graduated, she was off on the road with Pearl Bailey. But I, on the other hand, I wanted to sing, but yet I didn't. I think I was afraid. I had sort of lost my confidence in myself. And uh, whereas I used to be the extrovert, she the introvert, then the roles reversed. She became the extrovert. I became the introvert. So I thought, well, I want to be a doctor. So I started off in pre-med, and then I realized, no, this isn't it. So after, what, two years of taking all these classes, then a friend of mine, Sandy uh, sims fairly, talked me into going into medical technology. That way I wouldn't lose a lot of my credits. And so that's what I did. And I should have majored in music, doggone it! But I didn't. I had no idea that I would end up in show business. So I just did things on the side, you know, play the piano, and do what I had to do, and um, that was it.
0: And you became a Supremes and you know. a success, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a, a path well well traveled. Um, we have a fan. We've, we're getting messages live here, and we, I have a. Um, a fan that just um sent a question do you mind if i read it to you no i don't mind uh it's it's coming from massachusetts it's from vaughn beckford and she actually has a page on facebook called reflections the supreme legacy and her question to you sherry is what are some of your favorite memories of the return of love tour 2000 oh
1: return to love oh, i've seen her name i think on twitter or Facebook. Which I rarely go on because I don't know how to do all that stuff. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I am. I admit it. But um, my favorite memories. Wow. Uh, coming down those stairs. Was Diana. <laughs> she Grand was in the entrance. Meadow. Linda was on her right. I was on the left. We had our hands held up high, and right before we would go down through the curtain, Diana would say, "Clench my hand. Say, Sherry, pray. Say a prayer." So I would say a prayer. And bless us and blah 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 blah, and then the, it, was, it was time for us to go through the curtain, and come down those stairs, and it was always like, always like, oh, don't let me stumble, don't let me stumble and fall. But um, that was one of the Show great girls. memories I had. Um, I remember, oh, I remember that But I was doing my solo of um, up the ladder to the no, stone love. That's right. Ooh. I came down. And I'd done the slow part down the stairs, and then when I got to the bottom, the dancers who had been on before me had forgotten to move the microphones out the way. So I got ready to move the microphone stands, and I blanked. I blanked on the, stone, the fast part of Stone Love. And I just started sort of ad-libbing, oh yeah, we all need a lot of love, blah, blah, blah. And I remember as I passed one of the fans who had this quizzical look on his face, <laughs> like, what in the world are you doing <laughs> So <laughs> I try, I tried to uh catch up and I doing the second verse and it was halfway through the second verse and the bridge came and that's when I caught up and I I was like oh god and here my cousins who lived in Atlanta were there and some close friends and everybody. that's <laughs> one of my nightmare memories but all the other memories were great Diana was fantastic the beautiful gowns it was just so exciting, each city traveling. Linda and I had our own tour bus, sleeper bus, with the TV in the front, the TV in the back. And I brought my daughter, who was 15 at the time, on the road with me. And it was just a fantastic time. Madison Square Garden and Luther Vandross coming on stage, or, or the bottom of the stage, rather. He sat on the step with Diana and sang with her. I mean, just so many fantastic memories. It was just, It was just wonderful
0: awesome and it was
1: supposed to have been all of us because when they called me about it um um i think i forgot his name scott sander it was on a thursday and i was talking with Suse on the phone and i clicked over it and it was scott Sanders. said i'm scott sander producer of the diana ross blah 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 and so i hung up from Suse and he told me what he was calling about that diana wanted me to join uh, her and um on the tour and i said well who will it be with he said well mary and cindy diana and i thought well, what am i going to be doing i said well i don't care if i'm singing behind the curtain a, mm-hmm. a third voice to fill in the harmonies that's okay so then um uh we talked and then i asked him later on when he called later on that night i said what about the other supremes he said well who are they i said well there's Jean terrell sue green who i was talking to on the phone and linda lawrence and so the next morning um he called. He said, you know, he ran the idea past Diana, and she loved it. Why not have, have everybody? Oh, that would have so been So I great. called up Gene, I yeah. called up uh, uh, hmm. Susay and Linda, and we worked it all out. We were supposed to fly out the following Tuesday to New York, and that very morning, I got a call about 5 o'clock in the morning. There was a huge snowstorm in New York, and the flights had been canceled. So, and then the communication between Mary and subsequently Cindy, who was with Mary, um, broke down, and... Next thing I knew, it was just going to be Linda and me, because they said they couldn't wait; they had to move on, and that's what happened. But she wanted it with everybody.
0: Yeah, you have, often feel Diana gets the bad, the bad rap from time to yeah. time. but um, in interviews, yeah. you, you one can sense she is a very generous lady. So
1: very, very.
0: Yeah, it's, it's. Absolutely. I mean, I think Absolutely. the fans really wanted everyone together, but, you know, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I know. I th- I'm trying to remember what city it was, and I was. I looked down at the first row in the audience, and there were several fans, I guess, who were. Mary and Cindy fans, and they had this big snarl on their face. like they wanted to snatch me and claw my eyes. Like, dang, oh, no. guys. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> I'm just here working. <laughs> it's a gig. I'm happy to be here. I'm getting paid. <laughs> I didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> it's so true. Um, let's give a shout-out yeah. to your team, Team Sherry. Uh, you have uh, Rick over near you, actually, a neighbor, he says, uh, um, and your... Um, rgp rick
1: who produced uh, the remake of crumbs off the table hope uh i'm not in love one night only
0: yeah hey rick you and in I- fact he sent me crumbs off the table all well, the remixes we're going to sample in just a bit that's uh that's new you um and i uh, also listen to shout out to david crooks who uh, represents oh, you yeah. from his um agency rgp entertainment yeah. hello wonderful. david yes they uh they've been really nice to House Pride Radio giving us all the information and I'm holding in my hands crumbs off the table which I presume is a uh, updated remix of your hit from Glass House days yes
1: like a funky well the crumbs off the original crumbs was funky too but this is a different kind of a different kind of funk
0: it sure is and we've gotten mixes <laughs> from, from Matt Pop funky lowdown mix from David R- Rishaka uh, and Grant Smith and so on and so on we're going to sample that in just a bit well why don't you tell us about your new your new music then while we're talking about it
1: okay the new uh, version of Krom
0: and you also have a EP out right now I saw it on yes. yeah I saw it on yes. iTunes it's Sherry Payne Vintage Sherry Volume 1 uh, and there's all there's a bunch of songs on the back folks you should all get it right now tell us about how that came to be it's produced it's by Rick.
1: all Rick idea. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all Rick Giannottis. So, yay, Rick.
0: <laughs> Rick is working <laughs> it. Um, yes, he is. So, you know, the Supremes, when people think of it, they think of three ladies. Uh, we know you are Sherry Payne singing lead, and we know Suze Green is in the group. But who's the third lady today, 2017? Joyce
1: Vincent. Who was formerly from Tony Orlando and Don? Oh, my dear oh friend. Really? Yeah, we've been friends since 1968. She and her sister Pam were uh, at Invictus. That's how we met. And um, I'm so happy. We're like more like family. We're like cousins. That's what we call ourselves. We go as cousins. And uh, I just love Joyce and Pam.
0: Is in Joyce fact, based is in L.A. as well? At
1: the uh, Lavois Studio.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Where's Suzie in New York? No, she lives here. Oh, fabulous! And what yeah. about Joyce? Yeah, Joyce around too. Yeah, Joyce is here.
1: She and Pam. Yeah, they're here. The, Tweek of all, live in the, all the
0: recording artists live in L.A. <laughs> and Studio
2: yeah, City right. is very popular.
0: Thank you, Fudgy.
2: <laughs> Anytime.
1: I wasn't,
0: I wasn't sure about that. Thank but. God for
6: Fudgy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: wow. So yes, uh, is there are there dates on the calendar, Sherry?
1: Uh, yes, well, we're going to perform at uh, La Voix Studios' uh, annual December concert event, December 3rd, here uh, at the Sherman Oak Women's League, and um, we're going to do, I guess, about five songs, it's say and Joyce, that'll be Susay's introduction, but we have some things on the books it's, uh, for uh, 2018 over overseas, though.
0: Yes, you guys are huge in England, I know that, Great Britain. mm mm-hmm. uh, well, we will uh, stay in you know in touch with your calendar and help you PR okay. that. I can't wait to, to see the dates. Um, is there a webpage that you would recommend folks to go to follow you?
1: Uh, yes. I can just t- type in my name, I guess. Sherry Payne, formerly yes. of the Supremes. Yeah, and uh, I'm not a computer person. Let's That's okay, Sherry.
0: Uh, folks, just Sherry and
1: uh, uh, Susaye, formerly of the or that, formersupreme.com mm-hmm. and of course Rick Geonautis' page
0: yes and, and, and also a uh, lot of information on RGP Entertainment go there there's a whole page on you Sherry oh cool
3: <laughs> with
0: links okay. and music it's the works good job David oh cool David. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you've been more than generous with your time I want to I want to I thank you personally for, uh, you're welcome, uh, you're uh, welcome. Uh, Fudgy last words uh, Sherry Thank you, Sherry. It's been a pleasure.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank and you. Cruz and DeLue. made it a pleasure. Well, thank you,
4: Sherry. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> to talk to somebody who is such an icon in the community, and we really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Sherry, we would love thank to see you. the Supremes in San Francisco sometime.
1: Oh, we would love to come. we got to come up there. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. Got that to, that would be it. hot. The,
0: uh and if you
4: need a drag queen backup singer, oh god. She she's plugging herself.
0: If, <laughs> she's an alto. She's used to plugging herself.
1: An alto, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Emphasis on toe.
1: I'm I'm more like arm
0: candy sherry, so you are a sight. Oh
2: um,
1: thank
2: you. We cankle <laughs> candy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's go out with uh, sampling folks um, I, you can get this on iTunes I believe uh, it is crumbs off the table it's the remake we are going to listen to the Matt Pop Club Mix Sherry um, thanks once again for joining us on House of Pride Radio have a great evening and uh, let's stay in touch
1: Okay, thank you. All the best to
0: you. Thank Have you. Have
7: a happy
0: Thanksgiving. Oh, same to you. All right. Happy holidays. Okay. Everyone say goodbye to Bye. Sherry. Bye.
7: Bye. Birthday, Ta-ta. Okay. Cheerio.
0: Oh, yes, we're back. House of Pride Radio, listening to Sherry Payne. Crumbs off the table at the remix, produced by Rick Gid, Gin Chinatontz. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> and That's, G-tonic. that's, G-tonic. that's, that's
6: which, saying a lot of things. Which,
4: uh,
0: which is what I need right now.
4: I have to get my glasses on. <laughs> uh
0: For, oh you're not supposed to uh, use Gian- those,
2: kind of those are drinking glasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pass Gian- a gin and tonic, please. <laughs> Gian notos. Gianatos. Oh. Anyways, wasn't that Genitalia. Fabulous?
2: Genitalia. Genita- oh, it's uh, Gian Gianatos. Gianatos.
0: Gianatos right? producing crumbs off the table and that was a fierce mix. Did that you that like was it? fantastic? I loved it. I was putting down
2: Oh, we're getting a fax. <laughs>
0: It's coming out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whose ass, Fudgie's or mine? I think Fudgie's. <laughs> Fudgie, did you? <laughs> you forgot to do that at the end of the interview, but that's okay.
2: Well, I got faded. out. We Fudgies. are waiting
0: for uh, Vision to call us from LA. The drag queen with the big hit on her hands. We're going to hear all about it. Yay! I'm excited. I can't wait. How are well, you guys? How are you guys doing, by the way? I.
2: Well, I'm doing well. I, I, why don't I take oh. a moment to plug the Dong Show tomorrow evening?
4: Please do. <laughs> oh, I... I
2: you, you need to come and perform at the Dong Show. I you would been. love it. Oh, oh my God, should. I just peed. I <laughs> <What>? oh, no. <laughs> I'm standing in a puddle.
0: We are going to get into the Dong Show this Thursday, tomorrow. Yes, at, tomorrow. At Oasis. 10 p.m. Yes.
2: Tweek is the DJ. Mm-hmm. We have some crazy <laughs> guests, yeah, including uh, Ray Light and uh, others. And others Light's and the
0: biggest name And hold that teaser. Okay, hold that teaser. I'm holding
2: it. It's at ten We're o'clock. We're going to get
0: into it I'm not and holding talk it. about all the celebrity and judges. And peed. But before we do that, I'm so happy to have her. Uh, she has a big hit on her hands. It's a remake of a Sylvester song called You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Oh, I love that song. So Me too. Do I. Well, let's hear all about it and, and everything else she's up to. Uh, it's Vision from L.A. Can you hear us?
8: Yes, I can. How
0: Welcome to it? House of Pride Radio. How are you?
8: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: We're doing good. We just spoke with Sherry Payne from The Supremes. She lives in L.A. <laughs> oh too. God. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you must be busy you know promoting your new song.
8: Oh yes, yeah, we're definitely bu- busy right now with, um, with Mighty real. you've probably seen the you've seen the video and I'm so excited that you contacted me with that I was gagging about it.
0: <laughs> I love the video and I love the fact that Cassandra Cass is in the video who's originally from San Francisco here moved down to LA. I'm- yeah, Fuggy, you amazing. know Cassandra
2: Cass? Yes, I do.
0: Let me introduce you to my co-host Vision. I'm so I'm so sorry. I I, I have Whatever. Fudgy over here. Say
2: hi, Vision. I'm Fudgy Frotage. A pleasure to meet
0: you.
8: Hello, it's very nice
0: to meet you. <laughs> she's here. been drinking a lot of coffee, and <laughs> she's just been drinking.
8: <laughs>
0: and last but not least, <laughs> hey
4: Vision, this is cruising delu How are you?
8: I'm great, how are you?
4: I am fantastic, it's such an honor to talk to you Can you speak up? I
0: can't hear you cruising
8: (laughs) I'm so excited to be here
0: (laughs) Welcome, we're going to get into it A couple things that really piqued my interest and and I hope you don't mind if I ask but um, you've promoted that you are Native American What tribe are you from?
8: Well actually I'm from, our tribe is it's three tribes. It's called the Three Affiliated Tribes in North Dakota, uh-huh. and my tribe is actually called the Arikara. and I don't know if you've seen The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. I have seen
0: that. I did. That was a good movie.
8: Yeah, the natives in that movie are, um, they're called the Re, and that's actually my tribe where um, what we, uh, I, I, what we call ourselves are, we are the Re, so... Um, yeah that's my tribe (laughs) (laughs) Are you from
0: uh, the Dakotas originally?
8: Uh, Yes I am Uh, I, I was born in Newtown North Dakota it's a small little town like in the middle of nowhere kind of it's in the heart of Lake
0: Sakakawea. Succa- Sukakaka yeah, a- in the Weeda? Yeah. What did you say?
8: <laughs> <laughs> Lake Sakakawea. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. It, it just Fair suddenly car. has become all clear to me.
8: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, did you hear that, cruising and fudging? I
4: did. Oh my god, that was hilarious.
0: we all want to go th- and build a condo there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> not. A, I wouldn't want to do that. Me, I, I would just stay in a log cabin. <laughs> Which a log cabin? <laughs> You're so <laughs> rustic, you Tweeka Turner. I'm rustic chic. Okay.
8: We can build a teepee for you. <laughs>
0: a teepee, right? Yes. I, I, I'll be a guest in your tribe.
8: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fudge, are you are you Native American by any chance?
2: No, I'm Italian. Oh, that's how you knew how to pronounce this. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm Italian, too, by the way. I, I'm yes, not.
2: Turner and Frotage are Italian. <laughs> but yes,
0: Italian. very Italian names. DeLue is uh, French. So, I, I'm trying to understand uh, something I read in your bio vision, um, how you lost 500 pounds. So, at one time, you weighed mm-hmm. 700 pounds. I'm assuming that's not a joke. Yeah. Okay. No,
8: it's not. Um, I actually, in 2008, it was about my heaviest. Um, and then in 2009, I actually had gastric bypass.
9: Oh, and so that helped.
8: Lost, yeah, I lost about 200, 200, 300 pounds there. And then I lost the rest on my own. So I'm about 200. I kind of go between, I kind of say around 200 in that area.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, and Well, she's a big girl.
8: I am yeah, I'm impressed. A, uh, I'm vision, large woman. <laughs>
4: vision. I'm a big girl too, and I. And am, you are not
0: losing any weight. And
4: I'm not losing <laughs> any weight, and it just it won't go away. And I am so impressed by you. You actually, uh, really just touched my little heart, which is hard Thank to do because it's there's not much there. Your
0: enlarged heart. Oh.
4: <laughs> my heart's not engorged. Not a
8: big heart too.
0: So. <laughs> you know I love you, right, cruising?
4: Uh, Fat jokes are the <laughs> lowest form of humor,
0: Tweeka Turner. <laughs> <Thank> god
2: <laughs> tell that to ralph cramden
0: <laughs> well um there's a story there for it will, it will inspire many people um, it's not easy to lose weight um and yeah. you know first of all i can under, I, I wonder if living in in a, around a, a lake called i wanna suck something <laughs> would lead one to eat a lot of food because there's nothing else to do. <laughs>
8: what Vision, where are you from? Um, uh, North Dakota. It's oh well, it's called Newtown, North Dakota.
4: Newtown. Um, Newtown. Actually, yeah. Newtown. Was there an yeah, old I, town?
8: I, uh, there actually was.
4: There <laughs> was, was an old town. There was an old New town. Newtown was built on top of it. Was it? Yeah. yeah. With well, with well, the bones actually, of old town.
8: Actually the story um, is uh, it was called Spanish before and they built the government came in and built a dam, and flooded out Spanish. And then the, they built the they built new town um, up on the uh, in higher ground, I, I guess. Bit, from and now it's it's Lake Sakakawea now. So
4: Lake Sakakawea.
8: Sakakawea. it Sakak. <laughs> Cicaca- well we we call it wheel, but yeah it is, it does have a j in it we were in the bathroom
4: uh, that's that's what i like to do vision <laughs> so vision uh you've got a big hit on your hands how did this happen are you totally excited i
8: am very excited i have i had no idea it was going to happen like this just um everything's kind of coming i don't know it's it's I, i'm speechless every time i talk about it <laughs>
0: Hello. Yes, I'm sorry, I missed that. Fudgy wanted the sound louder, so I was at the speaker. But yes, you're. What did you say? This is a low
2: budget studio, and there's only two sets of headphones. Speak for
0: yourself, Fudgy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: No,
0: uh, so yes, Citrus Sonic is promoting um, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real, which is a a remake of the uh, Sylvester classic. Um, What was it about that song Mm -hmm. that you found yourself attracted to?
8: Um, well, originally, well, it started with I had I did a cover last year of I Was Born This Way. I don't know if you've heard that song by Carl Bean. It's from the '70s. Um, it's an old disco hit, and and I was working with my producer Chris Rosa. He's actually worked with um, a lot of big names like Jamie Foxx and RuPaul, actually. Um, and he had made the suggestion that we work on getting my feet wet, and do another cover with Mighty Real and we recorded that immediately after I was born this way and and it's been like, it's been about a year since since we did that and now that it's out it's getting a lot of play and it's just, it's really exciting So exciting
2: It's yeah. a super cute video
8: Thank you <laughs> I know, it's, it's supposed to be like a Barbie fantasy kind of um, Barbie House meets the bar. <laughs> 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 it's it's supposed to be like um, the character is um, Brandon. Uh, he um, is supposed to be like the the Ken, you know, and he um, is supposed to be like the, the the boy like coming to the gay bar for the first time, and I'm the drag queen that is showing him like the different aspects of you know the different um, areas of the club and it's like you know the bar scene and then we go into like a big stage scene and the VIP and it's really fun and and we had a lot of um, with all the the, the guest appearances it, it really made for a really fun shoot
0: awesome well we want to sample it don't go anywhere but before we do that we have sure. a message from the president of Citrusonic to uh, direct it towards you Vision here goes Yeah. Covering uh, Sylvester and the classic You Make Me Feel Mighty Real
10: hasn't been attempted
0: much because the original sounds so damn good 30 years later. And, you know, at first I was skeptical, but I have to give it to Vision for nailing the vocal and giving Citrusonic a great remix package to work with. The remixes are killing it in the clubs and, you know, we should be seeing Vision debut on the Billboard dance chart very soon so we're really proud all so right exciting. that's from oh. Orlando
8: <laughs> yeah
0: good support oh that's
8: so exciting
0: team Citrusonic, LA LA family hello um, well let's have a we're, we're, actually we'll, we'll go out with the song but folks uh, they are sure. playing it in all the clubs um, it's about to burst all over uh, Billboard it already has went to number one on record major record pools Mass Pool uh, it's on Starfleet. Ooh. Yes, did you not know that, girl? It's uh, number one. No, I
8: didn't. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> number one on mass record pool out of Massachusetts. Wow.
8: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Hey, con- that's a college con- town. You can't make fun of it.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. It's a fabulous <laughs> Thank song. Thank you. And it's a hard oh song God. to remake. Did you have... Were you a little worried about doing it justice?
8: Um, I was, actually. I'm sorry. I'm just like... Um, it was like uh, a little nerve-wracking i've always I've always been singing like in my falsetto so it wasn't too much of a um, a reach for me but definitely trying to to do honor to Sylvester and to um, maintain honor to his name is, it's oh I'm, I'm uh, sorry I'm just gag right now
0: <laughs> not that kind of gag cruising. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Um, that's later (laughs) that's
0: tonight
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well Sylvester was a uh, he wasn't originally from San Francisco but he certainly spent most of his time here as a resident Mm -hmm.
0: yes uh, how about you have you been working in San Francisco at All Vision
8: Um, I actually haven't been to San Francisco yet I moved down to West Hollywood and I've kind, kind of been getting my feet um I don't know just that establishing myself here and um but yeah like uh, we've had some opportunities excuse me opportunities to go to San Francisco but they've always kind of the scheduling kind of always falls through a little bit so mm. but I'm, I'm definitely hopeful to get there soon
0: <laughs> oh awesome well definitely stop by and say hi to us when you do uh that'll be we super exciting to- for sure. Uh, yeah. And where can folks go to follow you? Do you have a webpage or a page somewhere? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, you can definitely follow me on Instagram. Um it's at Vision Official, V I Z I N Official. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. And you can also find me on YouTube. Don't forget to check out the videos. <laughs>
0: it's a great video. You saw it, Fudgy, didn't you?
2: Love it.
8: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Wow, that was that was <laughs> Well, she emailed me right away um, and said, uh, uh, basically, okay, I'll be, I'll come on and be your co-host after seeing the video.
8: That's, that of course. I think. That's so exciting. I'm glad I you loved you it. Loved the video. It was a good
4: story.
0: <laughs> well, the time is at hand, folks. Uh, oh, by the way, yes, mm-hmm. we are going to preview You Make Me Feel Mad or Real the Vision yeah. version right here on House Yay. of Pride Radio uh, Vision by the way Wall small capitals V-I-Z-I-N folks you go and check oh. her out if you haven't already yes. get to know her um, so we want to thank you though before we, we let you go for spending some time with us here on House of Pride Radio thank you
8: definitely of course thank you for having me
0: you're welcome really shout thank out to you your you. publicist Lee for all her help in setting this yes. up Thank Thanks, you, Lee. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank Lee. Lee. All right, Thank let's have that applause again, Fudgy, for the wonderful vision. Yay! Yay! Here goes you. visions. You make me feel mighty real. Woo. Talk to you soon, honey. Bye bye.
8: Thank you, baby.
0: House of Pride Radio, we are back. I have my co-host, uh, Chris and DeLue, and Fudgy Frataj.
11: Hey, hey, guys.
0: How's everybody holding up? We're, we're doing. I,
4: the seizures from the rings have, uh, have been a little <laughs> hard to deal
0: weight. with. I, I'd like to know if you feel, you make me feel mighty real by Vision. Vision. You make I me feel, feel mighty real. real. Oh, thank you. Tweeka, or at least you did last night. This is a hard song to remake, number one. Yes. Because the, as Orlando said, the classic really holds up now, True. 30 something years later. And it's such an iconic song for the LGBTQ community. You know, you really are like taking a chance. You and are taking a huge <laughs>
4: chance. Those are big shoes to fill.
0: They are. Yeah. Stilettos. Bravo to Vision for really taking it to a different place, I felt. It sounds fresh and fierce. So, like I said, number one on record polls. We'll see where it goes on Billboard. Yay, I can't wait to see. Uh, let's get into what you guys are. You guys, this should be a whole show built around what you two are up to. Who wants to go first?
4: Fudgie, why don't you go first?
2: Oh, thank you, Cruisin'. Well, <laughs> yes, tomorrow evening is the Dong Show at the Oasis in the Fez room.
0: Yes, the location of that uh, venue is uh, I believe it's 11th Street.
2: Yes, it's 298 11th Street at Folsom. And our judges are Lee Crow, Mother Chucka and Kylie Minono.
0: Oh, fabulous. Now those are some top-notch judges. That's A-list right there. A-list. 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 And
2: then if you come, you all must come out to see who gets gonged, donged, or schlonged, as we say at the Dong Show.
0: How about bong? There's a, evidently There's, also bongs, there's a
4: three-tier process. Is Blossom Bar.
2: <laughs> we have a Blossom Bar cannabis Ooh, sponsor.
0: Wow.
2: Even though we can only give out T-shirts in the nightclubs. <laughs>
0: Well, the f- this is your second show of the Dong Show. The first one was a big success. The energy was great. Uh, the talent was surprise or round. We didn't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like my it, show. It, it,
2: was a, <laughs> it, it was a wild and crazy evening.
0: It sure was. It was a hit. And now we're bringing you the second edition of the Dong Show this Thursday at 10 o'clock. Yes, 10 p.m. Come on down to the Oasis nightclub in the Fez Room. Fez Room. Fez. Did you say Felt
2: Room? <laughs> no. we there, I don't even know what that
0: word was. It the just, Felt it was Room
2: just is upstairs.
0: Oh, the, fel, the,
2: the Fez Room is downstairs.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of seating for everyone. And the drinks are strong and delicious. <laughs> the women are beautiful. Yum. <laughs> The sheep are gorgeous. And, yep, be some.
2: And the DJ is
0: wound. Yes. Tweaked. Tweaked out. Lit. Lit.
4: Lit, I think the kids are saying these All days. of the
0: above. Clit. D. D for all Clit. of the above. <laughs> Cruising will be there in the bathrooms, of course. Uh, I will. Giving out Jolly Ranches. <laughs> I will. Do you want to hear what I'm doing now? And we'll be right Lost back we? after this word for Prel, the official shampoo for House Pride Radio. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Prel. <laughs> yes, we want to hear about what... Because whenever I, I, like, flip... I come across your page, which I try not to do often. Yeah, I wouldn't either <laughs> if I were you. <laughs> it's always filled with these, like, jubileous events.
4: Jubileous? Yes. Ju- Jubilee. <laughs> Show! Yes, exactly like that. The mystery deepens. Well, this Saturday night, we have Ain't Mama's Drag at 930 at all ages. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fasten your seatbelts. Uh, Ain't Mama's Drag, all ages. Uh, that's at Piano Fight at 144 Taylor.
0: Oh, you found a new venue for Ain't Your Mama's Drag.
4: I did find a new venue for Ain't Mama's Drag.
0: Fabulous.
4: Thank you, studio audience. I appreciate it. And starting uh, Thanksgiving weekend, we begin the Drag Experiences production of A Holly Dolly Christmas.
0: And, now, <laughs> <laughs> and that's based on um, the Grateful Dead? It is, no, Jethro Tull. Okay. Uh, well, it I is,
4: love Jethro Tull. Do you love Jethro Tull? You. Get your flute out. Uh, It is a retelling of the Christmas story in a true twisted San Francisco drag fashion. That only Cruz and DeLue can uh, produce. With Sugar Beaties. I co produced with Sugar Beaties. Yes.
0: Uh, With the. How many sounds can you produce today, Fudgy? (laughs) With
4: 25 Dolly Parton songs. Oh, The House of the Rising Sun is one of my favorites. I love that song, and Go Ask Alice. And of course, Hard Candy
0: Christmas is probably on there.
4: Oh, that's the song I do. I play Rudolph, uh, who ends up having to pimp himself out uh, for cash because he gets kicked out of the North Pole. Thank you, Fudgy. Fudgy. Fudgy's the
0: performer of a thousand sounds. <laughs> Fudgy, is there one for whore?
2: It's an app. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's cruising. That was anus <laughs> That's me when driving I get to a buffet. Driving blow job. Ah, <laughs> uh, self-deprecation. Yes, so, deprecation Deprecation. Deprecation. Let the races begin as I break that damn thing. <laughs> yes, okay, take I'll it away it from away. Fudgy, please. <laughs> it's gone. Okay, so where can folks get
4: tickets? For the Drag Experience's Holly Dolly Christmas Spectacular, you can go to www.pianafight.com. Uh, tickets are going fast. We only have a few left. And so if you want to see uh, Drag Queens and Dolly Parton and a twisted, perverted tale of Christmas and polyamory and fisting, then come on down. All right. Fudgy, are you going to come down? Yes. Thank you, (laughs) Fudgy.
0: Oh God! The love between the two of us.
4: This is the first time Fudgy and I have met. How's it working out? So far, so good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, (laughs) Fudgy, get your hands out of my pants. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, okay.
2: (laughs) My hand, my hand is stuck now. (laughs) And I think it's my wrist is broken.
4: Those are my thighs. That's why. Tweeka, what are you doing? You're
0: you're feverishly going I, I through your computer. I think I lost
2: my ring.
0: Okay. On that note, <clears throat> let's go to New York City, shall we? All right. Uh, what's wrong with your mic?
2: Do we? Have, oh, I don't know. <laughs> this this studio is low budge.
0: Yeah. Live from New York City, we're bringing to you. Our friend Poon Draker, who has... Poon Draker. Poon Draker. Poon Draker, who has a mini pod for us from New York City called Groove Line. Here goes. Listen in.
12: Good evening and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon. This is House of Pride Radio, and we're going to do it to you in your eardrums in 88 words or less. Tonight's song is dedicated to anyone who's ever taken matters into their own hands. That's right, that means you. It was released 37 years ago this month, and trust me, it'll never get old. Step right up now, don't be late. Wiggle your nose if you masturbate. It'll tone your pelvis, help you sleep. Save the Benjamins when you're feeling cheap. There's no harm, no, there's no shame. And when it's done, you'll be glad you came. So whether you slip or glide or bump, ring-a-ding-ding or thump, 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 fill your glass and raise your hand and say to yourself, I am the man.
4: So, hey, Fudgy, uh, what's going on in your world? I hear that you're doing the Dong Show again over at Oasis on Thursday's, Thursday night at 10, this Thursday, this week.
2: Yes, that is tomorrow evening, the Dong Show. What are you doing? Will you come down?
4: I will come down. How does one end up performing on the Dong Show? Uh, do they just walk in, or are they uh, curated?
2: Both. If you would walk <laughs> in, and you could have your music on a memory stick... If you have music, then you could just sign right up and and be part of the show.
4: Oh, how exciting! And what do you? What does one win? Are you going to come cruising?
2: People Can I win, come
4: where?
0: Tomorrow to people win Doug the Dongs show. And they On your win face? prizes
2: what? from Blossom Bar and from Vixen Creations. They Vix? win actual dongs. Oh, dildo. The Vixen Creations silicone dildo manufacturer. It's quite large. It can be large. They can be small. They we usually give out large ones.
0: Really? Yes. Oh we well, do. count
4: me in. I gotta look for a dress.
0: Deal me in. I know. <laughs> <If> there's dildos <laughs> on awesome <I'm> there. Awesome sauce. <laughs> well, moving on to another topic uh, quickly. Uh, well, once again, the Dong Show is tomorrow. We want to see you all there at ten o'clock.
2: Yes, ten p.m.
0: <laughs> did you know in town is a uh play called the normal heart the play of course is from uh larry kramer but it is being uh, directed by john fisher right here in san francisco uh it did you know about that cruising i did know about it and it was I very did exciting because
2: you just told us about it during it the was, break
0: yeah exactly Well, The Normal Heart by Larry Kramer is uh, November 3rd to the 25th right here at the uh, Gateway Theater in San Francisco. Okay. It's a gateway drug. Uh, it's a classic it's, it. Uh, I recommend everyone go in there so I just wanted to shout out that uh, The Normal Heart by Larry Kramer directed by John Fisher is once again at the Gateway Theater must be seen and experienced younger children if you haven't seen it yet go get your tickets alright well we're going to wrap it up here at House of Pride Radio it was a pleasure having two co-hosts today please come back it was so much Thanks fun. I loved it. you for having us. I, it was a you pleasure to You are sit. welcome. I know.
4: <laughs> Fudgy's being very robotic. <laughs> uh, it was a pleasure sitting next to Fudgy and talking to so many luminaries. Yes. Do you feel
0: star glitter
4: I, on you? I do. I feel... I... 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 There are so many things I feel I can hardly say them.
0: You can't uh, articulate.
4: I can, That's a good word. That's i I'm having
2: '60s words. and '70s flashbacks, which I always have. But you know. How old tonight, are you? Tonight, <laughs> tonight, <laughs> tonight, I actually am having real ones. I'm not telling you how old I am. <laughs> I already told you I saw the Supremes in 1966, so you can do. The I, math. Was I was flabbergasted as
4: I sure <laughs> was. I yeah I'm. F- Le- I wasn't born in 1966, but I was born in 1967.
12: Well,
2: then you could have seen them when you were one year old in 1967. In
4: 1967, but I have seen Diana Ross perform three times. Did you have a good experience? I, I love seeing Diana Ross perform. She's an amazing performer. I don't know as a personal person, I don't know. She, I don't know her, but as a performer, she's incredible.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> well, on that She's note <laughs> here is one that I'd like wow. to dedicate to Fudgy so that you can have another flashback back to nineteen seventy seven. We are going to go out with one of, I would say, the biggest uh, uh, hit that the Supremes had when Sherry Payne was lead singer of the, uh, the Supremes in the 67 period. Sort of the disco chapter, the last chapter of the Supremes before uh, Motown kind of closed the door on the act. This one, of course, is entitled, I'm Going to Let My Heart Do the Walking. So here it goes. Folks, thanks for joining us at House of Pride Radio. This is their big hit from 77.
2: 76.
0: good afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome to la- another episode of the hassle pride show live from san francisco uh, we have fabulous guests today we have salvador evans tofar cruising delu majeet nelson poon draker sitting right next to me sugana miss sugana welcome how are you
10: i'm great how are you tweeka
0: doing fabulous can't wait to get into what you're all doing but right now we're gonna lead into tony moran the legendary producer dj this is one of his number one hits recent number one hits featuring Jason Walker entitled Say Yes we're going to be talking to Tony in just a minute but in the meantime listen to this song it's fabulous we'll be right back Yes, indeed. That's Say Yes featuring Jason Walker, the number one hit from Tony Moran. That's actually come in one of his six consecutive hits in a row that went to number one on Billboard Club. Tony, are you with us?
6: I am with you, Tweeka Turner. So happy to be back. I love talking with you.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> Welcome back to House of Pride Radio. I
6: now anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Drag Queen. Amen.
10: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Let me introduce you to my co-host today, Ms. Shugana.
10: Hi, Tony. Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I love your music. Been dancing my titties off to it for like, you know, 20 years.
6: Maybe 15. Well, thank you. That is the greenest, the
0: greatest hot uh, banana. Y- yes. True. When anyone says f- flaming titties on the dance floor to Tony Moran music, that it you can't should. get any better than that.
10: Kind of <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well, Tony, listen, uh, why don't we just get right into it? You're, you're uh, six number ones in a row. Uh, what do you, what's going on? What do you think of that? Is that the first time that's happened to you in your career or are we repeating it?
12: Mm everyday
6: well, occurrence be, you know when i'm to be honest i'll try to keep it as short as possible but but what, what it is is that you know i remix songs for so many people and i've just been so blessed that i've had so many of them like 70 something not all in a row but you know over the course of uh, of uh, you know of, of my career and it only becomes that much more intimate when i feel like i'm so involved with the writing process the the producing of the artist, and so these seven in a, these six, seven in a row, like six in a row is, are really about the fact that I was so intimately involved from the from the dawn of the project, and to see it reach its potential, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it, it just, you know, I think like they're like my, all those songs and those artists. Are, you know they're like my children they mean so much to me
0: I told um, I totally get that so on these projects you're actually more involved creatively as a uh, songwriter and producer and so forth
6: yeah because you know being being the artist featuring another artist you know you know grants you the license to make it, to participate as the artist on an equal level except that I'm not really required to sing it but everything that leads up to the point that that performance is done um, is all an, a, a, a collaboration, it is a group effort, you know, between mm-hmm. me and the artist, and we just want to be able to get the best from each other in that collaboration. So to give you an, another example is like, you know, so I just did a song with Deborah Cox, who you guys know I love and adore, and we have a great relationship. So I love working on songs with her, whether I write them from scratch or whether, it's somebody, somebody else's track and her latest single called Let the World Be Ours Tonight went number one on Billboard last week. And though I don't count that to be part of like my artist sequence of number ones again, because like Deborah's my baby, like the song is my baby and I, I just, you know, I just get so intimately involved in this stuff and I think that was what keeps me fresh is because I, I love the music, I love the artists, I love the songs, I love the people on the dance floor reacting or I love mm-hmm. letting me, I love the audience letting me know that, you know, that sometimes I gotta work to make it so that they will cause that effect to them on the dance floor by the time the song is released and available to the public
0: absolutely now you some of the, these hits and um your discography are featured on a new release uh can you tell us about that it's entitled mood swings is that right
6: yeah so you know you know this doesn't get a, i don't get a chance to do this all the time where you know as an independent record label i invest in myself in recording producing getting artists you know, getting artists and also doing the, also doing all the, you know, getting people to do the artwork and help me do a marketing plan. And, and, um and so this album is just, just totally represents how I'm feeling like not via one song, but through 28 various selections that go through the gambit of the, of, of, of the spectrum of my feelings and of how I choose to express myself without fear. Cause I, I want, you know, if you want to, you buy the whole album and you can still listen to me doing a ballad or a, or a, you know, an alternative rock song on top of me giving you 14 songs that are meant for my core, core, you know, soldiers and, and, and fans out there that have been so good to me.
0: Yes. Well, we played, uh, in the beginning of uh, House of Pride Radio, Say Yes, one of your number ones featuring Jason Walker, uh um what was it like working with him was uh was he an interesting artist
6: well i'm drawn to him because um you know he really just stands out on on his own as far as what the the kind of satisfaction that he brings to me as an artist because he's a vocal talent he is uh has an amazing level of soul within him and he loves to be guided through that path and as well he's his own person he's his own man you know like you know he is comfortable in his own skin and um you know we both get nervous when we're working on something because we want we don't want to top what we did before because the song before that i had with him was, was a song that i wrote with chris willis called so happy for jason that did extremely well and then and then I met, I met Jason when, you know, he was like 20 years old and I was doing a song for him for with Junior Vasquez, and that song went number one. I just, you know, I have so much faith in him. And in, in the case of an artist like Jason Walker, I don't really feel like, like, you know, like time is against him. I think that he's going to develop into something that more and more people know, whether the association or the collaboration is with me or not. But that he really, you know, is going to have that moment where I'm so confident that people are going are going to enjoy him on such a greater level
0: speaking of collaborations uh your recent collaboration with one of the founding chic members uh nile rogers was super exciting for a lot of us because uh it's combining you know two world-renowned brands yours and Sheik's and theirs and i just want to know how did it all come to be that you guys uh decided to get together and turn out some hot music
6: well you know it's like in in this world of music and in this world of production and djing and all that you know it's like really dance music kind of like dance music specifically as a lifestyle you know what i mean it contains like a family and it's like a beehive collection of people that have such great respect for each other's work their devotion the dedication that goes into it with either great satisfaction or minimum satisfaction it has so much heart that gets put into it and i've been working with N rogers since i was like 25 years old you know i worked on duran duran i worked on madonna i worked on all of these different songs that he was producing and i was just an editor so you know fast forward to 20 something years later you know uh you know i could gave him a call working with kimberly davis and said hey man it would just be great if we could just meet in the studio and see if we could like jam something out to just create that greater level of unity and creativity together. And then he was like, that? I'll put it on my schedule now. Like, I mean, that is too much like as some of it you could get of being an artist where you have that level of compassion, understanding, uh, and, and enthusiasm, which I think is the greatest. Like to him, he's like, I wanna work with new people. I wanna work, you know, so he was sharing these stories that he had with Daft Punk and Pharrell and different things. He's like, yo, that wasn't like done with the lawyers. That was done with me being in France and those guys going to a concert and saying, hey, can you, do you mind coming by the studio? Next thing you know, they got the number one song around, you know, pretty much around the world. And that's because he wanted to do a jam session, not because he said, "Okay, this is what I need to live up to. And my last song sold a million records or whatever. And, you know, it just just doesn't have that ego around it. It's about Mm -hmm. the music and, you know, what makes me feel the same way in many ways that I did when I was Working on my first record, you know, at nineteen years old. Working on on the Goonies movie with Cindy Lauper, you know what I mean? It just, uh, it just I have that same enthusiasm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and of course, folks listening to us, we're talking about the recent number one on Billboard Club Play, "My Fire," uh, featuring uh, Kimberly Davis, which is currently in the top five in the UK. Congratulations!
6: Thank you so much. It's just, um, it's just so great to, you know i so adore the fans and the supporters that have been there for us and with you know with each you know new which with each new project and different things that they've come to offer or you know it's 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 really great and i just feel again it's just so appreciative that you know that there's always new people out there and all different kinds of genres and different age groups and different whatever that are downloading the music or or share or have an interest in it so um again that's that's really great that's great for me
0: what seems to take up most of your time these days is it djing or producing or songwriting or do you have a certain orchestrated way of doing it
6: well, you know, I, I kind of feel like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm living a Crystal Warg- Waters song, like La-da-dee, la-da-da, da. like, so like I wake Gypsy up in the Woman. morning to go play Crystal Waters, like La-da-dee, da, da da yeah So, like, I wake up in the morning just to put my makeup on, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I'm going to the studio, and then I'm writing something. Next thing I know, I'm in another studio working with musicians and talking to remixers. And so that's kind of the way my day rolls. I don't, I, I, I'm not, I don't have that kind of corporate mentality to try to plan everything, but I do have to arrange it and make it happen. And, and I think that, you know, my, my greatest achievement is the, the, is, the, is the fact that I have all of these ideas and I want to work with everybody and do stuff all the time, but I also need to get stuff done. I need to get into the idea of a song and then I want to record it and then I want to finish it and I want to be able to see who wants to get involved on remix level and promoting it and the video and you know it just to me it just kind of comes to me that I got to go from one thing to the other because I just want to do the best and sometimes the budgets or the you know there is a marketing plan the marketing plan is like how much you got left on your credit card you know <laughs> what I mean it was like does anybody else have a credit card please you know what I mean I feel like Jerry Lewis Foundation of like trying to get a project to come off off the ground, um, but out of enthusiasm mm-hmm. out of like trying to You know beg for anything or try to take advantage i just you know i believe in what i do so it's not difficult for me
0: you're listening to mutinyradio.fm
6: are you
11: tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are you on a raft without a pattern well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures.
5: Good evening there, my friends here at Evan. <laughs> Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that each time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase and they have <laughs> it's a cash card <laughs> kind.
13: for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco look no further than Francis J. Shahada Mr. Shahada did an amazing job with my case. First he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction as well as a criminal offense on my record but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. FJS.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shahada in San Francisco.
10: and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, Theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door and promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank that's mutiny radio rentals every thursday saturday and sunday from 8 to 10. book your event now trying to hurt me but boy how it burns me whenever she me i i feel so lucky billy Bob,
11: you ever want to be funny well my dogs think i'm funny daryl well i mean you ever want to be
6: the night space brings you high time story time every wednesday night from 10 to midnight on mutiny radio listen to san francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me arden on the Nightspace. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download.
7: Michael Spiegelman and I am Carl Not Spiegelman.
2: Join us every Sunday, two to four p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for.
11: Let's watch a full-length movie on
2: YouTube. We watch the best movies. That uh, aren't they good?
11: Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his
2: theme song again. Bye.
7: Okay, bye. Watch. Oh.
6: Howdy mutineers, it is I, Stolowitz.